This podcast was recorded a couple of years ago. It's about the beginning of summer. I hope the beginning of summer can be like this again. Well, maybe next year. I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Life is like a giant roll of toilet paper. The closer it gets to the end, the faster it goes. I think that's one of the truest statements ever made by Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation. It's hard to believe. It's time for the lazy, crazy, hazy days of Saturdays in the park with the summer wind blowing in the hair of the girls and their itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny yellow polka dot bikinis as they're walking in the sand on summer days and lounging around watching the fireworks with you from under the boardwalk on soft summer nights. Gotta keep those loving good vibrations happening with her. Where I grew up in Brooklyn, when there were no more pencils, no more books, no more teachers' dirty looks, it was stickball and kick the can and the cyclone roller coaster and the, and the parachute jump at Coney Island and, and Italian ice cups and hanging around in the stoop with some of the guys singing doo-wop and cheap dates on the Staten Island Ferry. It was a short cruise from Brooklyn to Staten Island for about a quarter. It was the Mets and the Yanks and Fourth of July fireworks that stretched for miles along New York Harbor and parades with 76 trombones and the absolutely most beautiful girls in the world wearing their summer dresses. I was a lifeguard at Bay 22 at Coney Island and I had a quick lesson about women one summer day. I had a girlfriend whose name was Matilda at that time. Red hair, blue eyes, smart, sweet. She used to make me lunch, bring it down to the beach with her. One day I went out to bring in a swimmer who was having some trouble, and I used a lifeguard technique that's called the cross-chest carry. And in this case, the swimmer happened to be a rather attractive young lady. And in the process of bringing her in, the top of her bathing suit slipped kind of drastically and... I swear, in this particular instance, I had no control over the situation. The surf was pretty big at the time, and I had all I could do to swim against the, the kind of tough underflow. But as I'm sure Big Louie could have predicted, just as I helped the girl out of the water and she was hastily adjusting her bathing suit, who shows up? That's right, Matilda, of course. Matilda took one look. She took the sandwiches she had made out of the wrappers, threw them on the sand, stepped on them, and st- Stormed out of my life. Now, in the interests of full disclosure, and uh, because if I didn't mention it, a couple of my buddies probably would anyway, I, I've i told my lady Wonder Wench about this particular incident, and Wonder Wench actually took Matilda's side. Honest to God, this time I was innocent. Every time I claim innocence about anything, I get the strangest look from Ms. Wench. Now, if you're a member of the Louie Louie generation, you probably remember before cars had air conditioning and people drove around with their elbows stuck out the window trying to get some air and mainly looking cool. 
And I was disc jockey in those days, and it was kind of neat to pull up to the guy next to you at a stoplight and listen for what station he had on his AM-only radio. It was a little bit like walking down a beach and, and hearing your station on, on the portable radios playing the Jamie's Summertime, Summertime, Sum, Sum, Summertime, or the Spoonfuls, Summer in the City, or the Drifters, Up on the Roof. Remember that? A lot of people didn't understand that one. In New York and lots of big cities, the rooftops were called Tar Beach. And folks who couldn't get away for the day, but could grab an hour or so, go up there on their roof to get a tan. And a lot of times, the dress code was optional. Which is why I think a lot of guys learned to fly helicopters in those days. One of the really great times in my broadcasting career was in Indianapolis. I did a show on WIBC Radio from a studio that was built for me on the top of a drive-in restaurant. We had local bands come in and would broadcast them right from the parking lot, and the kids danced. It was a lot of fun. We played Make It or Break It with new records every night. If you liked the record, you you honked your horn, or if you didn't like it, you honked it the second time, and if you didn't like it, we'd break it right over the microphone. And people would say, hey, you really broke it. And then a little later in Boston, I worked at WBZ Radio, and we broadcast almost all day and night from a trailer that we called the Sun Deck Studio at Nantasket Beach. There was an amusement park there, and um, of course the beach, and there was a place right across from the Sun Deck Studio called the Blue Bunny, which served uh, adult beverages and such. (laughs) We had ice cube tossing contests and hot dog eating contests and wet bikini scavenger hunts. We gave away goofy prizes like crazy feet. Those were big plastic things. Looked a little bit like swim fins, but they had big, ugly toes painted on the tops. You know, those days, I felt like some kind of sunshine Superman. There's a story about that time of my life in the personal audio CD called Love and Touch. Story is called Losers. and I are losers. I just noticed it on television. We can't afford to jet to Bermuda this fall, so we'll have to settle for walks in noisy golden piles of musty leaves and carve pumpkins for Halloween. We'll even have to eat Thanksgiving dinner at home. You and I are losers. You'll see it in the paper. This Christmas, I can't buy you a diamond ring, but I'll write the best Christmas poem I can for you. I'll write it by hand on gold-edged, genuine parchment. I hope you'll understand. And lovely Scrooge, a hand-knit scarf would feel like your warm arms around my neck. You and I are losers. It's right there in your magazine. We're not going to a formal New Year's ball. We'll just have some friends come over here and we'll toast the New Year with pizza and wine. They'll probably kick off their shoes and sit around on the floor. Then on New Year's night, we'll lie alone together, and the firelight and I will warm and kiss you more thoroughly than the summer sun. I can't even give you Paris in the spring. We'll have to spend our April nights just making love and plans and watching the silver rain paint the city streets brilliant black right under the amazed eye of the drooping streetlight. If it were summer, we'd walk in that rain in laughs and bare feet and We'd smell the perfume of the warm, wet grass. 
Uh huh. You and I are losers, all right. Then you see the billboard. We don't have our own swimming pool. We'll just have to make do with the ocean. Will it make you feel better if I build you Buckingham Castle out of sand, complete with moat filled with the edges of the waves? And I'll find you shells and other treasures too, like this snap-top ring. May I slip it on your finger, Your Highness? Then we'll splash in the surf and float on our backs until I can't stand watching the ocean's fingers playing in your suit anymore. And I'll chase you to the sand, and we'll drive home fast, wetsuits, shells, sand, and all. And we'll take our famous losers' shower together. You know, the kind that saves on water but not on love. And after September, we'll have to make do with heavy jackets and fake fur coats, and they're not as warm as mink. But if you get cold, I promise I'll put my arms around you. And that's how we'll do without electric blankets too. And then when Christmas comes again, I'll make you a box to keep losers' valuables in: your grandmother's pearls, your high school pin, a year-old poem on real gold-edged parchment, four shells, and a snap-top ring. Good God, I love you, lovely loser. Gonna say that we didn't have very much back then, but that's not true, 'cause I gotta tell you, that loser's shower with my lady wonder wench was some kind of joy to the world. That's a story called Losers. It's from the personal audio CD called Love and Touch. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer dot com and download it from the Love and Touch icon on the opening page. Dick's details—a bunch of fascinating but totally unimportant stuff to stuff in one ear, so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear, and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Did you know giraffes can clean their ears with their tongues? Bet you giraffes must be very good kissers. The longest underwater kiss on record lasted two minutes and fifteen seconds. Two minutes and fifteen seconds. You ever kiss anybody for two minutes and fifteen seconds? Wow! Talk about steam coming out of your ears. Gotta see if I can talk Lady Wonderwench into trying for a land record tonight. The rule is no giggling. If she giggles, you gotta start all over. Mouse sex lasts only five seconds. Kind of a a Mickey quickie, I guess you could say. Dicks to tails—they take your mind off your mind. This podcast has been going on for a few years now, and lots of you proud podcast participants have been kind enough to send me stories about how you spent your summers. <laughs> Betsy really nailed it about the losers' bedtime story. She said, "Losers reminded me of something my dad said just before he died. He used to take us on summer trips every year." And one year he said he couldn't afford a motel anymore and would have to camp out if we wanted to go.、And、that was the best summer trip we ever took.、And、Carol said we lived near Yankee Stadium in a four-story walk-up that got the afternoon sun. So to cool off, we would sit out on the fire escape and listen to the roar from the stadium. And Carol really came to my rescue. She heard about my lifeguard adventure with Matilda, and she said. 
quote, I did my share of the cross-chest carry as a water safety instructor, and I'm with you. It's very easy to have a two-piece bathing suit malfunction in the surf when performing a rescue. It's not like you were administering unnecessary mouth-to-mouth on her. Ha! Hope you're listening, Lady Wonder Wench. Yes. Lady Wonder Wench and most of the other women who have ever heard about that always kind of identify with Matilda. And Dick B. said, I remember just sitting on the stoop with my friends and watching the world go by till the ice cream truck came. We called the guy who drove it jolly because he was always so grumpy. He says, how do we slow things down to be like they were then? Hey, Dick, I guess we know it. Summer means cookouts and graduations and even weddings for those of us who are now members of the Louie Louie generation, you know, because we're, we're in the early autumn of our lives. It's a good time to be alive. But he really nailed it. Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation. It's true. Life really is like a, a giant roll of toilet paper. And the closer it gets to the end, the faster it goes. So get yourself some summer loving while you still can. You know, I hope summer can begin like this again. Maybe next year. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.